Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 88 of Utopia to Me with me, your host, Chris Locke. How's it going? Where are you? 1988. The number. Another summer. Wait, that's not how it goes. Is it? Public enemy. Does anyone know? Or 88. Time to set it straight. Ain't no half-stepping. Word. I'm ready. Big Daddy Kane. A lot of 88 rap references off the top because I'm old and dying, and that's how old I am. Do you remember that stuff? Let me know. Anyways... This episode is good because it's super funny stand-up comic and radio host Ben Miner is my guest, all right? And yeah, it's a fun time. We chat about everything. Uh, I'm not even going to give you a hint of what we chat about because then you're about to listen to it. Where are you now anyways? Are you making a sandwich somewhere? What's on it? Here's the thing. What do you think about bread? Are you trying to cut it out? I don't know what's going on. This is going to be great. Uh, If you have earbuds in... Great. Walk around in the sun. Let the sun feed you. You're growing like a flower and listen and enjoy to the convo. If you're in your car, pull over and park and uh, get that bottle of wine out of the trunk and uh, drink this beside your car and then listen to this. Drink this in your ears. This intro is really good. And here we go. We're about to go into the episode 88 with Ben Miner. All right. Here we go. Enjoy. Okay, so we should start, let's start by saying that we already recorded an episode a few weeks ago, and I screwed it up and it just didn't work. <laughs> All good, man. Yeah, so we're doing this again. Yeah. This is like uh, Ben Miner's second time doing Utopia to Me, but then for everybody else it'll be his first time. First time airing. We had a trial run. We just did like a, then in a way, that's we just had a good chat. It was just us hanging out. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, a nice afternoon, regardless. Yeah, like, wouldn't that be funny if after I stopped the recording, was like, psych, we just chatted <laughs> our own enjoyment, that's it. And, uh, joke's on you, buddy. This is my utopia, chilling with Chris Locke <laughs> a nice summer afternoon. Yeah. It's buddy. That's what it was, yeah. The one that you guys can't hear, that's all it was. Yeah. Was, he, uh, ben just said, I, I just want to be with you over and over again. Yeah, and it was just sounds <laughs> of us digesting. We had burgers before, and oh, you just yeah. heard it digesting. You know what? I might not do that ever again. We went to Burgers <laughs> Priest. Maybe it was about a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, so we had the burgers, fries, soda. I don't know, man. No? T- it takes me, like, too long to digest. I feel like uh, I've just turned into a toad on a rock. Is, is that the worst part about getting older? Is all yeah. this food you love now fucking hates you? Yeah. Yeah, no, sometimes, like, <clears throat> even regular food that's good for you, yeah. if I eat it too close to bedtime, I will be irritable oh, yeah. all night. There's some stuff where I'm like, yeah, I want to eat this, <laughs> but what do I got to do tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> I want a sore tummy. <laughs> yeah. This is our first time, too, with Kim recording it here yeah, in man. the corner. So I literally just, this is so it's so different because I already looked over to see, be like, is she laughing at this? <laughs> that's bad. I should, I'm going to forget it. All right. <laughs> Move on. Who's Jordan, by the way? Oh, yeah. We got a mug in the... So, you were at the E1 recording studio facilities. And, then yeah, there's a mug in the corner that says Jordan's Bar Mitzvah. 1995. Yeah. So, Jordan's, like, old now. Yeah, he's a decent age. Yeah. So, that would have been 13 and 95. So, he's two years younger than me. Yeah, he's a bit younger than me, too. I'm 58 now. You are 58. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You know what? We can talk... We could cover some of the stuff. (laughs) <laughs> we talked a lot about He-Man. We talked you know a lot, a lot about, He-Man. about He-Man. I know a lot about cartoons. I'm a yeah. huge nerd for cartoons. Did you see my G.I. Joe tweet the other day? I didn't. 
I tried to name as many uh, Joes off by my head um, from memory, and I couldn't do a lot. How many did you get before you started getting like hilarious? Then, yeah, I Googled. No, I Googled. It's, I kept it real because my main joke was like, now more than anything, America needs G.I. Joe. Yeah, I can name a bunch. There's Scarlet. Yeah. There was... No, wait. You probably know more than me. Probably. So let me go first. Okay. Even though I did the tweet, I'll probably forget some. Okay, so this is a good episode. <laughs> People just hearing G.I. Joe names. Listen, man. Duke, Hawk, yeah. Flint, uh, Stalker, Roadblock, Snake Eyes, yeah. of course, Lady J, Cover Girl, Scarlet, uh, Jinx, remember Jinx, uh-huh. um, Quick Kick. Those are all pretty good, man. Barbecue, yeah. Chuckles. Barbecue. Yeah, he had a blowtorch. My mom bought me that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was like maybe second generation of the 1980s era. Remember the original G.I. Joe toys, too, how they just look like... Like sort of fit dudes, like thirty eight year old Jerry Seinfeld, but now all yeah, the GI yeah. Joes are like <laughs> ripped. Like, where's your eight pack, bro? Yeah, like striation on the muscles and shit. Yeah, our GI Joes from the eighties were had just like regular gut. guys. Yeah, they had a beer gut and pecs, especially Chuckles. Yeah. Whoever drove, oh Gung Ho, Gung Ho, he was a good huge. One. Whoever drove the G.I. Joe hovercraft, he was just like a party animal, I remember. I would assume so. Who was the sailor guy? I no, I'm the, thinking, there was a sailor guy that looked like Tugboat from shipwreck. WWE. Yeah, Shipwreck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But that's because I went on a journey on the internet the other day. Awesome. I wouldn't have remembered. Man, go But Joe. I would have remembered what he looked like, but not his name. Yeah. Hey, it looked like Tugboat from WWE. We should do He-Man now, though, because you'd bury oh, me. Oh, He-Man, I'll crush you. Yeah, let me start then. Okay. He-Man. Yeah. <laughs> then there's Ram-Man. There's Battle Man Cat, at Arms. Yeah, Man Battle at Arms. Cat. What yeah. was Battle Cat's real name? You told. You said this last time. Okay. Cringer. Cringer. Yeah, Fudge. And Orko was voiced by the series producer, uh, Lou Schneider, Schneider, whatever his name is, the producer who voiced Orko. Orko. Yeah. Oh, here's a thing that I wanted to bring up. Remember when you said Hordak was from She-Ra? Yeah. You know why I was like, what? Uh, okay, so no one knows what we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. We've basically had this conversation already. Yeah, we're just going to give you the close notes and I'll ask one. Yeah, this is like, anyways, we were talking He-Man last time. And, uh, yeah, you brought up that Hordak was from the She-Ra. Yeah, yeah, he's She-Ra's villain. Um, I loved Hordak. I loved his whole, like, he had a swamp battle base or whatever. Remember oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's toy? But, so I was like, no, he's from He-Man too. But you know what I was confused with? I was thinking of... Because remember Cobra, like in G.I. Joe, then they had the offshoot Zoltan. Oh, yeah. And his guys. And Hordak, to me, was a little Zoltan-y. Very zoltan There's <laughs> a little biting. There's also this some biting in 80s cartoons. <laughs> Buddy, I'll yeah. get even dorkier with you. Remember okay. Voltron? Yeah. Best part about Voltron, <laughs> the guy animating it was also the voice of Optimus Prime. Animating it, or not animating, uh, voicing oh, it. Okay, so okay. I got French and me. Is- <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the the guy, so uh, yeah, the voicing it was the voice of like the narrator was Optimus Prime. So he's double dipping. He was Optimus Prime, then the voice of Voltron. That's amazing. It's hilarious. They well, also anything. Cobra Commander was also Screech from Transformers. Right? Is that awesome? Or Starscream? You hear no, the same voices. Yeah, Starscream. But his, his voice was Screech. screechy because <laughs> his voice was Screechy. <laughs> yeah, he was always after Lisa Turtle. We dro- we just dove. I like we just dove deep into some inside, and it's also specific because it's like the few years that you and I were kids. Yeah, if you guys aren't our age or boys that love this shit, you're just like, what the fuck? But some of them are coming back. There's a new Shira series oh, coming right. out on Netflix. Really? Yeah, and the tone of it's completely different. It's uh, geared to much younger audiences, 
And it's, so it's uh, like cute. Yeah, it's cute. I forget who it is. She's a, an Eisner winning uh, comic book writer and artist, and she's heading this thing up. Oh, she's dope. Ah, it's bugging me. I'm forgetting her name, but she's yeah. I'm very very. Okay, what blogs do you follow? This is getting really specific. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go to all tons. <laughs> I go to CBR, Comic Book Resource. I go to Screen Rant. I go to Newsarama. I go to Geekology. Oh yeah, you're so you're a huge comic book guy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I I was telling you on the way up in the elevator that I watched. I couldn't sleep this morning, so I watched Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we both agree that it was better than the whatever. Way better. So I just sort of yeah, I was like, I, I I do this every time I watch a comic book movie. I Google images of the original cartoon mm-hmm. versions to see how accurate there you it go. is. Yeah, it's not super accurate. No, not super accurate. And it's one thing it really – what I hate is watching like good-looking people in non-good-looking roles. Like mm-hmm. why is the witch got to be this beautiful supermodel-looking lady? Like where are the average-looking human beings? They don't exist I anymore. have a real crush on that she's lady. Cara Delevingne. Yeah, she's yeah. also in, I want to see that Valerian. It was another movie. Luke I thought Besson. was pro- yeah. I thought it was a solid film. Really? Okay, yeah. good because yeah, I've seen people trash it and I've seen people stick up for it. People just like to trash stuff now. You know what I mean? And Valerian looks like one of those giant, big budget visual spectacles that won't fit into your idea of what a, like. It, it looks like it's almost like a David Lynch version of Dune type of. What's well, just it? Thing. You it's know? it's plagued by that thing that it's an older sci-fi property yeah. that had a lot of elements borrowed from it and other things. Yeah. And, and people see it, they're like, "Oh, I've seen this before." Yeah, but they were getting ripped off from other shit, man. Like it's a, oh it's really? A, it's a classic story. Yeah, Valerian's existed for a long time. Yeah. Oh my god! Did you ever watch that documentary about? Um, Jodorowsky was going to yeah, make Jodorowsky's Dune, Dune. Yeah, and then yeah. he just basically designed a lot of Star Wars. Well, Geiger took like the aliens and everything from him, and like there's so yeah. many yeah elements that were ripped off from Jodorowsky's Dune. Damn, that would have been an amazing movie. It would have been crazy. Yeah, and you, been... that documentary is one of the most insane things you could ever see. Yeah, he made his son learn karate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or like not just learn it, but like become an expert, exactly fighter for no reason. Like focus your cheese, son. Yeah. His son is that nude kid in, uh, what's it called? His biggest movie. I forget right now. I can't remember. It's not He-Man. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Wait, let's say, uh, okay, so say, we didn't say a lot of He-Mans. No, no, there's more. There's there's, more on Skeletor's side. There's Stinkor. There's Stinkor. There's Beast Man. (laughs) There's Moss Man. uh, There's uh, the guy with the two heads as well. There's Evil Lynn. Evil Lynn was great. But on yeah. the Internet side, there was all the masters of the universe. There was Mechanic, there was Ram Man, there was Man at Arms, uh, there was the, the Falcon guy with the gray suit Whoa. and the goggles. Uh, man, there's so many of them. Taking me back. Sorceress was dope. What if I start crying and then just screaming, I want to go back? <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I always liked about He Man, though. They always had strong female characters in it. Like Tila was captain of the guards, the Sorceress was the most powerful character in the universe. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's just cool to grow up in an era where they had those strong female characters. And, you know, G.I. Joe, they had Scarlet. They had the kick-ass women. Yeah. And it feels like that was the first generation where they started to give a shit about being a little bit more inclusive. And saying, like, you know what? Maybe we don't need to just make it big dudes all the time. Yeah. And you start to see a little bit more diversity. Not that it was super diverse, but. I know. It's funny because we think of our era as the most progressive at the time when we're growing up. But then when you go back now, you're like, damn. Yeah, yeah. There's still a lot of holes. Yeah, it was just the start. You're right. Yeah, there's a... And we're still in the middle of a giant thing. Oh, it's horrible. Like, we'll never know. We can never truly comment on racism because we'll never, ever suffer from it. Uh, I wish I could go into the future and uh, just... 
peek in through the clouds to see if everything's okay. Well, it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny to me when like comics get upset about what I gotta have all sorts of different people on a show I'm producing. They get all mad. Yeah. I was like, and I get. I want to just tell them, man. If you watched a Friday night lineup on TV, it wouldn't all be cop shows. Yeah. There'd be different show after different show after different show. And you're not right, stepping on point. each other's material, stupid. Yeah. What do you want the same eight comics on a show for? Yeah. Like, what do you want six bands that sound like Pearl Jam? Yeah. <laughs> just You build a show so that people don't step on other people's shit. Yeah. And then you speak to everyone. That's just good programming. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know why people get so angry. What, you be, I can't just control V the show and put a bunch of stoners on? Yeah, fucking chill out, man. I mean, I guess you can if you call it the stoner show. Yeah. But then that also helps because then you'll people that don't want to see that crap will know not to go. But even then, you could find a diverse group of stoners that are going to come at it from a different, you know, point of view, depending oh, right. on backgrounds. Like, it's just... <laughs> I just yeah. all stoners being... Yeah. It'd be like me just booking a bunch like of me chubby-bearded guys. Yeah, exactly, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, like, there's enough of us. <laughs> yeah. Do you, this, these days, for my age, can, talking about all the G.I. Joes and Transformers and He-Man and stuff... I'm at the age I'm getting at now. I literally have started um, hankering to find a fountain of youth. <laughs> like it's so funny when you're a kid, you're like, "Ha ha, fountain of youth! Who needs it?" Yeah. And then when you get older, you're like, mm, "I would love a fountain nice. of youth. It'd be really nice." That was always my yeah. idea for an Indiana Jones reboot. Oh yeah, that'd be sweet. I always thought it'd be a good Indiana Jones movie. Indiana Jones and the Fountain of Youth. And then he drinks in the fountain at the end of the movie, gets turned back into a young man, you recast it as Indy as a twenty year old, and you've got the franchise living on for another twenty years. You have really good ideas. <laughs> Thanks, man. Because I yeah, that's really good. And then yeah, and then that's how you introduce the new actor. It's yeah. almost like a Doctor Who Exactly like uh change. Or and whatever. it's the last one of the last few like world mysteries that he's not gone after. Like he's gone after the Ark of the Covenant, he's yeah. gone after other things, but the Found in a Youth is right up there in Indy's Alley. And I think it'd be a perfect opportunity to recast it. Man. If someone if Hollywood listening stole your idea, would you kind of just be happy with it because they're doing what you want? Kind of. <laughs> right? Kind of. Because what I'm going to do, give me some money for improving your idea? It'd be well, nice. last time you did this and it got ruined and so it ended up just being a friend chat. Yeah, yeah. You told me you were making your own comic? Yeah, I've been working yeah. on a comic book too. Do you want to say that? Uh, yeah, I could talk a little bit about it. It's just like a what if Superman was a dog kind of idea. And I'm working on that right now. And yeah. I, got, I got so many things that I want to do. I've got a, a couple of sitcoms that I'm banging out my I head. I like how what if Superman was a dog? Just giving that much enough? Is enough out, or giving that out is enough for people to listen and go, oh, that sounds stupid. But if you elaborated, they'd be like, damn. Yeah. But you're like, no. You no, I'll hold on because I like yeah, the yeah. hook on it. But it's, uh, it's a really, yeah. Just, what if Superman <laughs> was a dog? Exactly. Yeah. Now they're wondering, does he mean like an actual dog or like a metaphorical dog? My idea is what if Spider-Man was a fly? Oh, <laughs> I like that. Steve Ditko just a passed A fly away. with spider uh, capabilities. <laughs> Spider-Man's co-creator just passed away last week, Steve Ditko. Wait, if a, a, spy, a fly with spider cap capabilities, would it spin a web and then eat itself? And we're getting pretty heavy and existential <laughs> right now. <laughs> Story of my brain. Um, yes, Ditko passed away. Yeah. And I didn't know much about him because I'm not as mega a comic book guy as you are. But then I did read one article and he was super... Um, not stubborn, but uh, he's like J.D. Salinger, basically. Yeah, he's reclusive he, and yeah, reclusive and and sticks to his guns. And what's the word I'm looking for? Not stubborn, but 
Yeah. Yeah, idealistic, I guess, yeah, about yeah, yeah. what he wanted to do. And, and I guess Stan Lee was more of the commercial guy. That Stan Lee was good at selling Stan Lee at the end of the day. And I love, like it. I'm a big Stan Lee fan, but I mean, when you look over his career and all the collaborators, it never, ever ended well. Like, yeah, all the comic book friends I have, they're always bring up Steve Ditko yeah. and uh, Jack Kirby all the time. I've got a signed Jack Kirby poster, and it's one of my prized possessions. What did he sign? Uh, it was a poster of uh, Wayne X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else's artwork. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was uh, an X-Men cover blown up into a poster of the first appearance of The Blob. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And I found it online super cheap and yeah, put in a Why do you it. think people love comic books so much? Well, I think they're they're kind of like moral guidelines, or at least they used to be. Yeah. Like the 50s, 60s, and 70s. It was almost like a new Bible because you had all these messianic figures like Superman kind of telling yeah. you how to act, what to be, what to do. So it was almost like teaching kids. It was like parables. It was just teaching them good lessons. And eventually the audience grew up with them and then the stories matured as well. Yeah. But I think it started off as, hey, kids, this is how you could be a good person. Be like Superman. Be like Captain America. Yeah. Just kind of setting a standard and example for them. It's but, not as dry as the Bible. But no. almost as exciting as like yeah, and not quite Greek as silly. mythology <laughs> or um, what's the Indian one? The, the one that's crazy, like the... You know, yeah, yeah, with the sky fights. And all yeah, that yeah, stuff. all those guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm so my, I'm brain dead today. I'm See, drinking this green tea. I love all that talk though, because I love ancient alien discussion. Bhagavad Gita. I think that's what I'm thinking of. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, I have no. I I love reading up on this stuff because of ancient alien shit. I think it's super fascinating. Because that's how we're smart. Is that what you believe? Why well, of aliens tampered with us? Maybe uh, that'd be cool. I think. It, I oh like, yeah, like the Egyptian stuff is pretty sweet too. It's yeah, nuts, mythology. man. I just love the idea of aliens messing. Because that's with where it us. starts, right? Most conspiracy theorists think. Wait, no, no, way further than that. Ancient Sumeria. Or yeah, something? yeah, Sumerians. Yeah, yeah. Man, okay. With the Anunnaki. It. It's trippy. Oh, well, did you? Okay, so the movie. For me, <laughs> <laughs> the, I know it's forgettable. We have a silent, uh, yeah, but the, the, okay, so the movie Prometheus, most people, nah. but the beginning I loved. I love, did you watch Prometheus? I liked all? it. So you liked the whole movie? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, so what did you, yeah, those, what were they called? The creators? The engineers. The engineers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like Ridley Scott is basically taking from what people think really happened to us. I think he's definitely got a theory on it. And yeah. I mean, I don't know. You can believe whatever you want to believe. I think it's cooler to think of like science astronauts crashing here than, you know, angels and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they're both silly. But I, when I look at us yeah. as a species, if we were to find ourselves another planet with primitive people and they started thinking we were superior beings and deities and everything, we'd probably roll with it. Yeah. And at some point, if let's say it was like a military expedition and a ship crashes or, like, it breaks and they're stuck on this planet. And then they see, like, one fucking loser soldier come out of the bushes and he's got, like, a big grin on his face. You're like, you didn't. He's like, I totally did. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, man, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. It just it all seems very human to me to interfere with primitive people. And it would feel good to be, you know, made to feel like a god. And I, I don't know. I just I could see people happen like that. And everything could easily be explained with technology. We want to feel like a god, and we also want the idea of a god looking after us. Yeah. It's like this weird sort of conundrum almost. Yeah. It's, you know, it's again, it's morality. Go back to the comic book thing. It's giving yeah. people a reason to be nice while they're alive, because if they can be punished when they're dead, well, then you better be good when you're alive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> no. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, there's something else. Uh, you're talking. Well, we're talking so fast. 
There was something else that you brought up that I wanted to mention. And I can't remember. What were we talking about? He-Man, G.I. Joe's, Ancient Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. A.K.A. my Friday night. <laughs> That's, yeah. Man, you're pooped, man. You got a baby. You got another yeah. one on the way. Yeah, see, I forgot. You're good at interviewing, too. I don't know if I've mentioned yet, but you're the host of... Um, what's the show called on Canada Laughing? Comic Strip. Comic Strip. I'm yeah. sorry, because it used to be something else. Yeah, it's changed a couple it, times. It used to be Laugh Attack. The channel was Laugh Attack. Oh, geez. and See? I've had a few shows. I can't keep up. I had the Vinyl Cut, and I've got the Basketball Court right now on Canada Talks, and I've got that one. And yeah, I've had a bunch of shows. So all good. Comic Stripped. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've been on that one. Right? Yeah, you've been on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canada Last Channel 168. So that's why, even though I'm brain dead today, I know you can pick it up, buddy. I got it. I got your slack. Man. We were talking about the the oh, this is what I the Homo Sapiens book. Have you read that? No. Oh, you got to read it. What is it? It's a bestseller right now, but it basically talks about like all the different species of sapiens that were around. But then our species, Homo, um, devastated all of them eventually and Oof. killed them all. Jeez. And so it was like we like different sapiens used to walk around the planet in packs, like different types of animals, like different dogs, for, you know. Wow. Yeah. And so, we were the most vicious, lethal ones. Yeah. Wow. Doesn't that make sense? You know, I'm part caveman. <laughs> I've got a yeah. vestigial ligament that's left over right there between my forearm and palm. What does that do? If you, like, put your thumb to your middle finger and you've yeah. got a little line, like, ligament thing. No, I don't. Yeah. See, that means that's from when we used to walk on I'm our- I'm super evolved. You are. Compared I'm to I'm basically a f- almost a floating brain. This means I should be on walking how- on my knuckles is what it means. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. That's what it's from. <laughs> I yeah, I was gonna, I was joking that I'm basically a floating brain, but that's more because of how little I exercise these days. That's what we're going to evolve <laughs> to, though. We're just going to be floating brains with like sensory inputs and yeah. like a thumb and forefinger on each appendage. I love those old Star Trek episodes when aliens are just like a, a gas or something, and yeah, you're yeah. like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes more sense, to be honest. Yeah. A gas with an ominous voice booming Absolutely. from somewhere. No, we're going to be just like. I think eventually, thousands of years from now, we're just going to be mostly head. But here's the thing about that book. you got to read it. I've only read a few chapters. Mostly head. That sounds like uh, <laughs> a movie I watched last night. hey <laughs> But yeah, um, there's uh, the book. I'm only like, I don't know, maybe a quarter in. But it's already so captivating um, because one of the reasons is different people from different parts of the world, when they get their DNA tested, they have different um, strains of other types of sapien wow so like neanderthal and and so on and back i've guaranteed got doesn't that make sense genes. yeah yeah i mean you don't want like some super crazy weird alt-right guy to fandangle no. that information it's a, <laughs> but you like it's interesting <laughs> in a positive way in my opinion yeah no i yeah. Uh, i feel it. it's a weird place right now with all the yeah everyone's so angry and yeah there's <laughs> so much fucking <laughs> And I get it. People got right to be angry with some shit, but yeah. Yeah, I guess I said all right, but but the all right yeah. people are a problem. They're crazy. Well, uh, I, they're upset. Just go out and have fun. I think, I think extremists on any side are fucking annoying. Like I'm hardcore left, but yeah. there's some people I know that are like even more left than me, and I'm like, come on. I like, think that's what I'm like too. I'm a liberal-minded person, progressive. I want the world to evolve in a kind way. Yeah. But yeah, there's 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 crazy people on either side. For Both sure. sides. It's like fuck, man. Like you mean you be making a point, and they're like, yeah, and recliners and daycares. Like, no, that's not. We didn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck. 
Yeah, it's getting weird. I think this this far right takeover of most of the world that's happening right now is just at the end of the day helping to unify everybody, you know, and yeah. like be like, whoa, we kind of let things took things for granted for a sec. We let it slide, and we're gonna like come back, and you well, know, to me, all the white dudes that are arguing about like alt right and it's not fair and we're being picked on new racism. Motherfuckers, it's like you've been playing a video uh-huh. game set on easy. Yeah. You can still play the game. You just got to play uh-huh. it at the regular level like everyone else. Yeah. But accept that you've had the cheat code. You may not have known it, but you've had it set to easy, man. Yeah. So it's okay to be upset that it's not as easy for you now, but you can't get mad at other people for having it just as good as you do. Yeah, that's the perfect And nobody analogy. does have it as good as you do yet. So just fuck off. You're still, you're, ah, relax. I know. There's one of my favorite things to think of is if there is going to be like a civil war uh, in the States, especially, it's going to be like a fat civil war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just going to be like... It's, it'll be a half around fight. Fat people that don't want to fight reluctantly fighting. It's going to be a bunch of fat people <laughs> with a bunch of weapons charging and then being like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they're just going to all have strokes. They'll be like fighting, but like with those uh, beer helmets on, with straws yeah. going in their mouth. Yeah. With like Gatorade and something. <laughs> I hope it doesn't come to that, man. I don't want to. Like, how about we just adopt big chunks of the states? You know what I mean? Yeah. We should adopt Washington and California and New York. You know what Michigan. I want more than anything is a fresh new planet uh, just for me. <laughs> yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. Like all nature, r- fresh rivers, you know, nice furry animals that are friendly. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's another thing in this Homo Sapiens book. I should just finish the book and then do a whole episode about it. Nice. But we would go to different continents, like spreading out from Africa, mm-hmm. obviously. And so, like when early Homo Sapiens got to say Australia, um, like the natives there, gi- like the animals were ginormous. Oh yeah. Like versions of the animals because they didn't have the fear of us hunting them, mm-hmm. and um, they were like all uh, like three like. I don't know, half of them were extinct in hundreds of years. Yeah, we ate them. Because they would just stand beside us be like, hello, and we'd be like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You look delicious. So, like, it's kind of neat to learn from a, yeah, but anthropology way is, like, how fast we um, devastate everything. Absolutely. But it is, like, back to my alien point, right? I think that there's just weird things. Like, how do we figure out how to make flour? Because here's this yeah. shit-looking grass, dry as crap, and there's just fields of it. Who looks at that and thinks, you know what, maybe if we make it a little bit more drier and then mill it between two stones to create a powder and yeah. then add water to that and some binding agents like eggs and stuff, we could make something deli- – like who who put that together? I bet you realistically someone started wondering about it and then 10,000 years later they nailed it. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like back then – just little things like that took hundreds of thousands of years. It well, was crazy. Three questions that you always had to ask yourself. Will this kill me? Will this get me high? Or will this just make me like happy and make me fed? Uh, yeah. Those are three things. Imagine yeah. being the guy that had to figure that out. Yeah. How did we know you we were getting high? Was that like, I guess fermented fruit would make you feel funny at yeah. first, right? And then like all the mushrooms. So that's the theory of the ancient ape theory is that. You know, there was people walking along, early hominins, and then they found mushrooms on the ground while foraging. And those mushrooms activated so many new pathways in their brain that humans began to be able to think at a higher level. 
Would you do ayahuasca? I don't know, man. Probably. <laughs> if under proper circumstances. Our agent has done it. We have the same yes. agent. Did you know that? Yes. I, no, I didn't know that, but I love that he's done it. One time I had a meeting with him <laughs> to talk, to kick his ass to get my career better, to yeah. a better place where I want it. And he just told me about going to the Amazon and doing ayahuasca and said I had to do it. <laughs> Did you? No, man. I'll never do that. I'll f- I'm, I'm too. No I way. You never do that. Would you? Yeah, I'd do it. Let's go together, man. We an, make money. Let's an, go. Let's go to Peru. An ancient shaman? Yeah. Like just really at- rather do with an ancient shaman than some fucking grody millennial. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> some fucking dreadlocked white dude, bro. But that's up. the thing. How do you go into the middle of the Amazon? How do you know you're with an ancient shaman for real or not? Just oh, man, some- well, you, dude, you, you you hit up tourism Peru or wherever. Do you get like an ancient shaman verification card? It's probably <laughs> something, some accreditation. Yeah. <laughs> Can I see your diploma, sir? It's something. I mean, it's existed forever, so. Yeah, I'd rather do something that's existed for five thousand years than drink a new distilled whatever that somebody just created. Because I'm like, at least that other shit is proven. Yeah, man, they go right into into the junk. Like I could because yeah, after our agent, <laughs> should I not say his name? <laughs> is that bad to say? No, he would stand by it. But like, uh, yeah, I went and researched it like crazy. I was like, I need to know. It's fascinating. And I actually researched it because I wanted to use it in this thing I'm writing too. Because uh, it's one of my character's motivations is to mm-hmm. go and do that. So uh, yeah, it is. There is one weird thing that happened recently. Some Canadian that uh, was going back and doing it a lot was found like hanging uh, recently. But I think people think he got involved in some weird like. They said he murdered some old lady, but Jesus. he was already hung, right? So how does he defend himself and say wow. the real story? Who knows? Yeah, I, I don't think that's the reason for that's me like not to do ayahuasca. I know. That's <laughs> like, but that's what I would do. I will focus on the one negative story I can find and be like, ooh, it's scary down What if there. we get a group of our friends that are all chill people that don't cause shit, get a little group trip, we go down to South America, and we just ayahuasca the hell out of a summer? A whole summer? Not a whole summer, but like we take we'll never a- come back the same. People no. say you see demons. Yeah, I like hear the screaming little, at well, you. I hear the DMT stories that you see little elves, and the DMT. I don't know if it's true, but they say I can't, it's a- I'll never come back from that. Yeah. I'm already too sensitive. I Man, already see little elves. I've eaten so many mushrooms. I bounce back from that, no problem. <laughs> I ate, I ate nine grams of mushrooms in one night. Bring on the ayahuasca. Don't scare me. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. I can't do it. I see. Every night before I go to bed, I think I see a demon in the corner of my room. Really? I'm sober. <laughs> yeah, my brain is like, fuck. Every night you think you see a demon in the corner? No. It's just, yeah, it's just my wife getting ready for bed. <laughs> no, she's the best. <laughs> it's just my, yeah, it's just the cat. No, I don't know. No, I'm like, my brain is already like super sensitive and like hyper. But this isn't like a silly drug. This is the the, the type of like, when they talk about... How we're attuned yeah. to different vibrations, yeah. the universe. This is apparently one of these things that changes your vibrational frequency. You see things. On That's a what he level. said. He said it's like, but here's my okay. Here's my counter thing for that. And I know I'm still ignorant, but he said that it's like, you know, same thing. Like you, you just see differently. Like you, you see the vibrations of the universe. Like mm. you get that we're bigger than we think we are. We're part of something way bigger than we could ever imagine. And my thing about all that kind of like mystical, spiritual, because I want the world to be like that. Mm -hmm. I want the world to be magical and mystical and spiritual. But my thing about that is all of that, you can tell me all of that, all you want, but it's still coming from inside your head. 
It's not coming from outside your head. Do you see yeah, what I'm saying? But we also you, need your your brain just like malfunctioned because of like a chemical reaction. For that's itself. one. That's one way of looking at it. But you can also extrapolate the fact that we apparently only use thirty percent of our brain. So who knows? Maybe that substance is activating one of the seven part of the seventy percent that we're not using. I don't know, I'm going to get a hippie on you, buddy. <laughs> what if consciousness is like a cable signal or like a cell phone signal where when your phone dies, you just get a new device, but the number lives on? Yeah. <laughs> just got to update your fucking device, man. <laughs> so what are our new devices, our children? No, it's your next level of being. So like this is your, oh. your iPhone that you wear. So if right you take now. ayahuasca, you bump up to like an iPhone eight. Well, you become attuned with your next level or something. Yeah. So yeah. I think that like I don't believe in cool. like God or religion and stuff, but I do believe in consciousness. And like Carl Sagan had the theory of the universal consciousness. And I did think Carl we, Sagan do acid? Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> But I do think we're some kind of, like, energy and eventually, like, you know, we evolve. I don't think we die. I think we evolve to another means of perceiving things. Yeah. Uh, I'm a real dorky hippie. No, I like that. I want to think more like that because I feel like, yeah, I don't do a lot of drugs, especially anymore. And I feel like I'm uptight all the time and feel like something's missing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but then also I feel like that's the reasoning of a drug addict. Definitely. There's always that self-medicating element. Yeah. But, uh, like, I, I want to do it naturally. Like, I meditate and uh, try to... You microdose. Microdosing's what, a thing. We have another friend that was, like, really convincing me to do that last summer. Yeah. I didn't do it. No way. I've tried it. It's all right. Okay, let's get into it. What is it? Yeah, man. <laughs> microdosing. You see tiny little amounts of mushrooms or acid or whatever. I don't know. There's, like, you can, websites and references. You can go find it. But, yeah, I just I enjoyed it. So talking about mind expansion, then this is perfect to build on it for your utopia. Yeah. I kind of forget what we said last time anyways. We were talking so much about high school and yeah. toys. I just wanted superpowers. Oh, yeah. Mm. What were they again? Anything? Anything. I want superpowers and the ability to accomplish anything. <laughs> and I don't, I don't mean like... I like the word anything, like as if you can't. Well, accomplish anything no now. like if i want to build like a jetpack i want to be able to learn how to build a jetpack and have the components to build it and just be able to, like yo check it out i built a fucking jetpack i don't yeah. want to just be able to snap my fingers and be like jetpack yeah yeah but i have superpowers that right anyway. oh yeah i remember that yeah and you yeah. wanted to just like you wanted to be able to have the time and to become technically proficient at what yeah. you wanted to do be able to do and create yeah. anything that you want not have it done for you so like i want to be able to make a good cherry pie yeah so you would learn how to make the greatest cherry Which pie I ever. Which I can't do in this world now. Buddy, we'll shoot a video. I'll teach you how to make a nice cherry pie. It's easy. Oh, yeah. We should say you're a master chef, Yeah, too. yeah. I was a literally. master chef. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. Whenever uh, I argue with friends over food, I just turn to them like, you know, I'm literally one of the best cooks in the country, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bam. Cherry pie. Boom. Stop it. Cherry pie's easy, buddy. So you're not the guy that put a fish in a blender. No, no, no. That was the other dude. That yeah, because someone... Mentioned that about your episode or one of the episodes, and uh, and I I for some reason remembered it them as it saying it was you, but no, no, that was my what buddy Danny on the show who did that. What was he thinking? I don't know. I made fish cakes. Yeah, and I reversed my flour and breadcrumbs, and uh, it fucked up my fish cake. So he made fish juice. Yeah, <laughs> he made like fish balls or something. Ugh. Yeah, but people do that yeah. all the time, like shrimp paste. You've had shrimp paste on sugar cane. Yeah. Oh, so, so that's like shrimp in a blender? It's pureed shrimp. I don't it's know why. It's like super mints, and then they form it around. It's like it's ground, you know? Do you ever think about becoming like vegan or something? 
I do, but then I sober up. <laughs> I, I was at a vegan restaurant yesterday, and the food was so good. See, what kind of vegan food was it, though? Was it, like, like real food, or was it all this yeah. processed? No, it wasn't just... Co- well, okay, they, they had... I had deep fried tofu cubes. See, I, but the rest of it was good. It was like miso any... with veggies. See, that's, veggies. that's good food. Yeah, I like that. What I hate it wasn't about... like a thick, junky miso. It was just thin and okay. just like yeah, it was really nice. I hate vegan food that's super processed, like seitan and texturized vegetable protein and stuff like that. Yeah, that stuff's just as bad for you, right? Or it's, it's, just, it's not just as bad, but it's junky. Yeah. It's junky, and there's too much science and chemicals and shit behind it. And I don't yeah. know. I'm all for people living whatever lives they want. Just don't give me shit for eating bacon. Yeah. Yeah. And I get the more you argue with me that pigs are intelligent, the more it makes me want to eat other intelligent intelligent animals. Yeah, and if they're so intelligent, then how come they're never wearing glasses or a top hat? Yeah, no opinions on fucking anything. <laughs> Yo, pig, how's yeah. the weather? <laughs> oh, right on. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, stupid. Well, I was talking to a friend that just graduated from McGill, I think, and they were taking, I forget what the course is exactly, but... They were learning about the sustainability of the planet, and agriculture is what's killing the planet. Absolutely. So he's going vegan now for the ethical reasons. But also, physically, he feels a lot better. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like that's a weird sacrifice, right? You know, because we ought, we, I, I think most of us clearly feel better when we have some meat, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't eat a ton of meat. But I think that a huge problem in the world is transportation as well. And I think we've got yeah. more than enough food. It's just a matter of getting it to the places that have none. Yeah. You know, it's fucked up when you think that half the world is too fat and half the world has got not enough food. Yeah. It doesn't seem like there's a solution right in the middle there. Yeah. Make the fat people less fat and feed the fucking hungry people. Yeah. There's clearly an excess and an abundance of resources food-wise in some parts of the world, and it's easy to get it to places. Well, just reroute that shit, man. It's kind of be- almost too funny that the American president right now is a fat asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to get killed for saying that? Probably. Everybody says that every Everybody day says now, that. I think. People just said it right now on Twitter, and they just said it again. And I again, know. And again. <laughs> and he's getting tagged on it. Uh, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's astonishing. It's weird, man. What the hell's going on? Yeah, you're right. We should just share some food. I don't know what the fuck to do. I think, like, yeah, it's weird. It'd be a lot less fighting if everybody just sat down and ate together a bit more. Like, how are you going to be racist when you're eating delicious food with people who made you a nice dinner and you made nice food for them, right? Like, just sit down, break bread, and figure it out. You can't be angry with a delicious plate of jerk in front of you. That's the thing about those, like, super alt-right racist people. Like, what are you going to sit down and eat? Just hot dogs every day? Yeah. Guess what? Your food is shit. <laughs> it's fucking idiots. Fucking hamburgers, hot dog, and more shepherd's pie. Yeah. Another shepherd's pie today? Is that it? Another potato? Haggis. <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking fermented fish. Wait, like, now you're just making fun of Scottish people. <laughs> what is it? I make fun of uh, Norwegians because I said fermented fish. Oh, yeah. There's a, a shark dish that they uh, create by, they basically cure it in its own urine. Um, check, please. <laughs> yeah. That one's harder to discover than wheat. Yes. Right? <laughs> or actually, probably not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> hey, look, I found this dead thing in yeah, its yeah. own pool of piss. Let's yeah, yeah. eat it. It looks like it's cooked, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone cooked. Yeah, I think it's easier it. to figure out piss shark than it is to figure out bread. Um, My <laughs> wife and I saw... Yeah, you're right. My wife and I saw a dead shark on the beach in Halifax no. last year. Yeah. What kind of shark? In Nova Scotia, I mean. 
Uh, I don't know, little guy. Little guy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever little guy swimming in the Atlantic. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. sad. Yeah, it was sad. It clearly was like hitting the head by a boat propeller or something. Boof. Human beings, man. This is what I was thinking. I was trying to write about this for comedy, but like when everyone's like, what do you like about the world? People usually say nature stuff, mm. right? They're like, I love the mo- mountains, the ocean, the sea, animals, flowers. And I was real, like, I was getting, I was realizing, like, we never say, I like us. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like we're humans, but we're trapped in the the problem of, like, not knowing that we shouldn't be here in a weird way. I think that's where we're at right now. It's weird. Yeah, we don't know our place anymore. We're losing our way. Yeah. I just can't wait till it's Star Trek and there's no money or, like, real government, and then we're just all fucking chilled out artists with food yeah. creation devices. Wait, Star Trek people never get paid? Well, it doesn't they, seem like there's any money. I've never seen any yeah, exchange right. of currency in Star Trek. It's they need something. They tell the computer, "Computer, make me this." Yeah, you're right. It's a very socialist world that they live in. Federation. Yeah, what are they? Federation of United Planets, and they've got their uh, their little machine there that just creates stuff for them to eat. Then they've got the holodeck for experiences, and yeah. there's no need. There's no need for money, but there's still no cure for baldness because Picard's still a bald asshole. I know. Future. Man, I would live in that holodeck. I need one. It exists now. Have you not done like the Void or any of these VR things? I did VR Ghostbusters. It's nuts, right? <laughs> did you I mean, the yeah. part where you go outside on the scaffolding? Yeah. Is it not frightening? Yeah. Holy shit, that I feel like a pussy. And then the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah, comes. I'm holding onto the wall, and like the wind is blowing on you, and you're getting misted. I was literally like arms flat on the wall, just tippy toeing outside, and I knew damn well it was in some fucking warehouse. Yeah. On the ground floor, but didn't feel like the elevator part that brings you up. Like it feels like I'm moving. The weird thing about VR Ghostbusters is it looks like. Yeah, yeah, what, what Ben's talking about is if you, it looks like if you fall off the scaffolding, you fall to your death in like a New York. floors. But in reality, if you do jump, uh, clearly there's just some swords they put there for real so you impale yourself on the <laughs> Imagine like they made it dangerous oh, God. in real life too. So you'd be like, Make it huh? perilous. Yeah, yeah. No, that was, uh, that was a chip for me. I thought that was pretty cool. What else would you want the world to be like? I feel like you know what I feel like every pretty much every topic we've brought up. No, to be cool today so far is already in the realm of the topic of the show. No, to be cool is yeah. if we could plant trees that every tree the fruit it bears is a delicious dish that we love. So it'd be like a lasagna tree, <laughs> but would it still be in the shape of fruit? No, nah, it would look like a fucking <laughs> chunk of lasagna, like a nice corner piece of lasagna. Mm, yeah. All right, and then there'd be like the fried chicken tree. Yeah, there'd be you know. The, were you at the fried chicken tree again? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you nah, were. I was at the fried chicken tree. You know, <laughs> there'd be the uh, the, yeah. the the jerk. No, I was gonna say the jerk tree. That doesn't sound like a nice place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, you know, there's already like, a bunch of jerk trees in the park after dark. If you fuck, catch my D, can't even climb them. I fall off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think yeah. that'd be pretty cool. Trees where we could eat whatever food we want. Yeah. Hamburger tree, pizza tree. Yeah. I'm already thinking, um, do you want to hear the worst thing? You know why I was a bit late meeting you? Why? Because it took me a bit uh, to get my food at One Love uh, Vegetarian Roadie Place. It's like <laughs> Bathers and Bloor. They do, they, they do this roadie, but I love them. I'm not, they're the best. Go there. If you're in Toronto, go to One Love at Bathers and Bloor. Go listen to them. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no, please. But yeah, they, uh, yeah. So what I got was like, Speaking of uh, vegan conscientiousness, 
I got a Jamaican spiced pumpkin roti with uh, some spicy TVP in it. Yeah. And it was like... You're going to be farting so much, man. TVP makes you farty. It does? Yeah, yeah. Well, not yet. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Are you seriously going to be a vegan? No, but I'm going to... I Like, what happens is I always reel it in and eat healthy for a while. Then I look good, feel good. People start giving me compliments. Then I break it. I break the seal. And then uh, I get bloated, tired, depressed because of just like... There's no discipline whatsoever. It does suck. And I'm nearing the end of a, like a m- month or two long n- undisciplined. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel gross. I feel like been depressed lately, tired. And so now I'm not going to go vegan, but I'm going to make healthy. I'm going to try it. But it's a, it's a fucking cycle. It's I go ass. through it every time. Well, I just hate it. It goes it up and down. You know, uh, we're similar body types and we see these dudes that I are. I want to break like, the cycle. Well, it just sucks, man. I think we just need to accept who we are because there's some dudes that we know. They can eat whatever the fuck they want. They That's always... what my therapist says, but I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, and I'm the same <laughs> way. Like, I would love to to be jacked and, you know, yeah. fit and stuff. And I try and I try. Like, I don't even eat that much on a day-to-day basis. And, like, calorie-wise, I probably take in, like, significantly less than most people I know. And it's funny. I just I can't get in shape. I eat, like, a whole big bag of... White cheddar smart food while watching Tom Hardy just walk around with no shirt on on a movie. You know what I mean? And it's like, what is this that's fucking ha- life? That's your hang in there, kitty poster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love a poster of Tom Hardy hanging from a branch. <laughs> just hang in there, buddy. Hang in there. Yeah. You'll never look like this. Yeah. One, a, co- a few years ago, I IMDb'd him and he, I saw that he was 5'9, which is what I am too. And I was like, I can do it. And ever since then, I've been screwed in the fucking... I'm a mental case. If I ever do get jacked, I am launching an online campaign like Tom Holland did to play Spider-Man, but I'm going to do it to play Wolverine. He did, eh? Yeah. But he was too old, I guess. No. He, oh, Tom, Tom Holland, Holland got the Spider-Man thing because oh, it was, was online campaigning. the other guy, the no. guy who plays Loki. Who's no, no, that guy's Tom name? Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, Tom Holland did all this parkouring, uh, par- parkouring, parkouring, yeah. and uh, all this training and made these videos and just sent them in and just kept hustling and hustling and hustling. He's really good. If I ever get jacked, I'm going to try to be Wolverine. Yeah. Get a wig. <laughs> get a wig and some claws. Fucking give her. <laughs> Yeah, that bugs to... me so much that they cast a tall dude as Wolverine. Right. You yeah, see me go he's off a little on scrapper. Yeah, he's yeah, supposed yeah. to be a weird little dude, man. Not but a... you want it to be that other guy, the Canadian guy. Mm, no. I want it to be... What's his name? Puck oh. or something? Nah, I could be Puck, but Puck's not as cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that the perfect Wolverine to recast would be Kit Harington. Jon Snow from Game mm. of Thrones. He's a tiny dude. He's like 5'6". He's really? a huge fan base in the dork realm. Make it happen, man. Yeah, dude, you... I I don't see why he wouldn't be. They're probably going to reboot Wolverine stories, to, right? I just hate that they they so took popular. the one short, weird looking, popular guy and then turned him into a, a tall, slender, hairless fucking male model. Like ah, what he was all right. Nah, he was even more jacked near the end than he was in the beginning. That he's was got crazy. no body hair. Wolverine's supposed to be a hairy little son of a bitch. He's supposed to be five foot three, hairy, gnarly. The whole love triangle between him and Gene and Scott. What's the light? Where's the love triangle if he's better looking, taller, and in better shape than Scott? Yeah. There's nothing there. Right. They ruined it. And I, I think Hugh Jackman's a talented dude and everything, but just get out of the Wolverine shit, man. The original Jean Grey from, like, the uh, early X-Men movies? Tom K. Jensen. Man. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. She's my perfect lady. 
Cheers. Nice. <laughs> Almost, yeah, I think so. I don't know who my well, my wife is, but <laughs> <laughs> after that, yeah, I don't know who my perfect lady would be. No, I have a bunch. I have yeah. a bunch of my perfect ladies. I think I got a whole bunch of them too. Yeah, okay. I think you should. Uh, why don't you just like that'll be your goal? I'm Wolverine. Then yeah. I'll be James Bond. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Sean Connery was bald. He wore a wig. Listen, I'm not opposed to it. Sean Connery's a uh, killer, James Bond. See, I grew up in the Roger Moore area, or the end of the Roger Moore area, era. So I always thought of him as James Bond first, but now the older I am, I do realize that Sean Connery was the best. Are yeah. you a Bond guy at all? I'm sort of a Daniel Bond guy. Daniel Craig is He was the amazing, guy that though. I, I kind of, I tried watching a Pierce Brosnan Bond movie. Oh, no. And I was like, it. yeah, it was so hokey and cheesy. It was like skiing down a fucking mountain in a tuxedo or some bullshit. And I was like, what is this? But Daniel Craig's was fucking crazy. Yeah, he's the best. Um, I got a. This is a whole bunch. The last of movies. movie's kind of uneven, but I want to go back and watch a lot of classics. That's what I think I'm going to do at some point this summer is binge on a bunch of classics. I want to watch a lot of the old Bond movies. Yeah, and I also want to watch a bunch of old Jerry Lewis because so I realized the I've Sean never, Connery ones. I've never seen them. Any of them? No. Oh yeah, they'll be fun. And I want to watch old Jerry Lewis movies too because I've never go in. Go in. Uh, what's the word? You know. In order? Yeah, in order. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> see what happened to me. <laughs> Where are we at? We are at 47 minutes. Okay. Nice. Sweet. Oh, we didn't talk about the Utopia that much. Let's talk more Utopia, man. Is it okay? Did, yeah. What else? Do you, okay, th- let's just do, let's throw some things out off the top of your head. Perfect Utopian oh, world. Well, I mean, comic books and cartoons. If I had every comic book and cartoon I'd ever want to watch, ever, I'd want to just, like disposal. a library. Like a library full of every piece of media I've written, everything I could ever possibly want to lay my hands on, classics to the shitty things. So you'd I have did. a castle, basically. Yeah, I don't know about castle. I wouldn't want to have to clean it. I'd like a nice, cool little place. <laughs> like, speaking of Game of Thrones, remember that place? There's his name, Sam? Yeah. Where he goes to read all those books? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd yeah, be yeah. like that place. It'd be pretty cool. What that would be that part of called? my utopia. It'd be one of those places. Yeah. Like that would definitely be there. Uh, I don't know. It'd just be about like full of comic books, though. Instead of like no real books, too. But there'd be uh, a massive comic book section. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just everything. I think that I'd get bored of the comics eventually. That I'd want to read the stuff that inspired the writers who wrote those things. And and if you got nothing but time, oh yeah, no sleep. I'd want no sleep in my utopia, and I would not want to suffer from the effects of sleep deprivation. Ooh, this I want, is good. I think that's a pretty cool thing. Cause just yeah. think of how many more things you could do if you never had to sleep. Yeah. That's really good. Like, no was, one's ever said that. I don't oh, think. nice. Yeah, and this is, yeah, we're yeah, getting up no there. sleep. I think would be pretty cool because I think there's. No, I'm always tired. Yeah, right. <laughs> Same here. I think I got to give up weed. I think I might be celiac. See, you're you got to give up weed. I have to give up. Um, I don't know what it is. Uh, not, I don't know. Being tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna have to give up wheat. I'm gonna try it for a little bit. The wheat, old, you said. Yeah, wheat. Oh. Fuck, I thought I said weed. No, fuck no. <laughs> you know what? Um, that's Okay, so talking about that cycle I always go through, when I cut out wheat and all stuff related like that, yeah, like white starchy stuff, 100%. And then I break the seal and I get fucked again. Because it's so good. I know, but it's weird that I know the benefits and I still screw myself for like another month or two. I just hate that, like, why can't we sprinkle vitamins on potato chips, man? Right? Like, why can't I get my multivitamin <laughs> fucking ground up real fine with some ketchup powder and put on my fucking potato chips? Yeah, man. Lay's and, like, Big Pharma need to collaborate. It's stupid. <laughs> There's no reason why I can't be getting some vitamins out of these potato chips. Imagine you had a headache and then you ate a small bag of chips and you were cool. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> like, if they Tylenol chips? Yeah. 
Like, I don't have, like just make edibles are a thing in the weed culture. Just make it a thing oh with every God. other. Oh my God! By the end of the episode, we finally get to Tylenol chips and like <laughs> vitamin C yeah. fortified. Yeah, yeah, vitamin barbecue B12, chips, can of Pepsi, right? It's whatever. You're fucking right. And you know what? You know what we were talking about in the beginning about not being able to see how the future plays out. Yeah, we we're gonna miss out on that. Yeah, we will. We're gonna miss out on yeah. Coca Cola full of like whatever like it's gonna be yeah like yeah B twelve like you said or iron or something something good for us isn't it? yeah it's gonna be something We're protein gonna... chips protein chips God <sighs> that tastes like au gratin ruffles something there's no we need to put we need to put more money into food <laughs> right just let me eat healthy like a pig it's funny because science is used to make that food yeah but it's like ba- evil science right like yeah. why do we figure out frying like, frying's the greatest thing ever. You ever see that Breaking Bad when it shows, like, the guy testing the dipping sauce? Oh, like, in the laboratory? It's near the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always think of that. That, like, pristine, clean, white lab. What a gig. And it's like they're making, like, just, like, fake sauce, yeah. you know? It's pretty crazy. Fake mango. But, yeah, you're right. If they just enrich those with vitamins, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, see, man. you're an ideasman. I'm an ideas guy. Yeah, that one, I'm glad like we didn't end the episode without hitting that. <laughs> vitamin chips. Yeah. Anything. They've got vitamin gummies for kids. Well, right? they have power bars, but people always like complain that they're fake and just full of sugar. But it's just like, who wants to fucking be seen eating a power bar? Like, it's so aggro. You know what I mean? What are you eating? Well, I'm, where I'm eating a muscle stick. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm going to go punch a car. Yeah. Like, there's this one <laughs> the drink. It's called muscle milk. You, fuck you drink that in public. I'm I just, not. I just pictured a huge bicep with a nipple on it. Yeah, that's basically what it is. <laughs> Imagine a giant like Rambo sized man came up to you and you started sucking his muscles. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd still make fun of that dude. Like if my big jack buddy showed up to hang out with me with a bottle of muscle milk, that's all I'd be calling him for the rest of the day. It's not muscle milk. You know what I want to see right now? Rambo um breastfeeding a baby. Have you been reading my diary? <laughs> <laughs> That's the, damn, I hate that we just got to that at like an hour in. That's, fucking, uh, that's one of the nutsest things. Yeah. Mm. How do you like your muscle milk? It's muscle milk. Who named that? That's yeah. disgusting. That's but, so dumb. But it's that's prob- in like a regular store? Oh, it's everywhere. You see the fucking 7-Eleven now. It's funny, those cliff bars. Uh, I like- on the, the cartoon on the front is a guy hanging off a cliff like it's Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then fat guys go in the city and eat that. Around the corner by the fucking garbage bin outside, like, I'm this. This isn't a candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, there's icing on it. I hate our lives. <laughs> it's a, we're trapped. It is. Like this icing. is mostly, this is getting into the territory of what my stand-up is about now. Yeah, man. It's just like being trapped in like fake crap. Well, my stand-up is mostly just making fun of myself because I don't think the world mm-hmm. wants to hear my opinions on other shit because that's... I don't know. Yeah, it's that's not what needed. I'm like, too. It's not needed. I make fun of my anxiety and neuroses and all that, but I also feel like the existential white guy is a dead avenue, too, so I try to add flavor to it. I guess. Yeah. I just think Because I can't think any other way. No, and I mean, I got points of view, and like I'll say some stuff on stage, but at the end of the day, I'm more interested in just making fun of myself because I know I can defend that every single time. Yeah. And I know that there's never... It's not that I'm afraid to, to be, you know, to, to hurt people with my words like if i really believe in them yeah i just don't want to 
Yeah. Like, I don't see any real benefit. And I think you can convince people in different ways to think in better ways and going up and calling them fucking idiots on stage and alienating and polarizing. And I don't I've know. never been so confident that I thought I could hurt other people's feelings for no reason. Oh, for sure you can. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. There's a weird, like, there's a thing where it's like, Yes, clearly you're a good person if you care if you have empathy and you care about other people. But then also like why do you think you should be the one to make fun of somebody too? Like you that's like a weird like yeah. uber confidence thing too. It's like a responsibility type shit. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, there's all sorts of people like, you know, Doug Ford is their premier now and I remember I got family members that voted for him. My aunt was sharing the buck of beer shit. And then, you know, a week after he's elected, she's sharing another thing about how he's cutting, you know, this credit for homeowners. She's like, and she writes, what a fucking asshole. I'm like, well, you like the buck of beer shit. Yeah. So, and I know my aunt's a nice lady. I know she's good people. Mm-hmm. So I'm not about to throw her into the, the shit pile because she was misled she live by- in the city? No, she's a country person. Exactly. Again, but You like, don't see, you know, like, I'm not going to say one versus the other is real life. They're both real life, but- Clearly, uh, urban environment is like, it's it just, you know, you well, start, I think it's actually easier for empathy to develop here. Right? I don't know. It's just, it's different. And it's different concerns. And I think that people get misled and people are marketed to more than anything now. And like, you know, with the whole Ford shit, he marketed to people in the most basic, you know, raw, raw, raw way that he could. Hey, who wouldn't like a buck of beer? Hey, you like beer, don't you? Right on, vote for it. Right on, cool. Vote for my beer. That's what it is. He, he, Made it. He didn't even have a fucking campaign platform that he presented. His whole thing was buck of beer, and then when everything came to shit, and mm-hmm. all the people that were voting for that buck of beer without any real sense were like, wait a second, I'm not getting what? It was an mm-hmm. aging population that voted the fucking idiot in, mm-hmm. and one of his things that he said he was going to do was shut down hospital beds and get rid of nurses and like a whole bunch of nurses and doctors. Mm-hmm. The people that voted him in are over 60. They're the people that need those resources more than anyone else. It's like, whatever, have Some fun. Some of the enjoy. things he's cutting have nothing to do with um, budget either. No. Like the uh, sex ed curriculum. Sex ed or... Just, you don't save money by that. Or even the library cuts. When the libraries have yeah. already spent money on building up their infrastructure, what you're doing now is cutting money from just supporting that. Like, you've mm-hmm. already built it up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just all dumb. But at the same time, I'm not defeatist about it because uh, much like you, we grew up in that Mike Harris era. Mm-hmm. We had Mike Harris, a horrible premier of Ontario, conservative dude, and then for the next almost twenty years, it was liberal. Mm-hmm. You know, it was NDP or liberal. So I think we're going to suffer through Doug Ford and his bullshit for three, four years, and it'll be another twenty years of liberal governance. And then, you know, when your daughter is at that age where she's twenty, twenty-five years old, she'll be protesting the next conservative shithead, and she'll help get the next progressive liberal government into place for the next twenty years. What do you think the end game for the whole world is? What are we all moving towards? I think we. Do you just, think one type of person uh, thinks the other person needs to be eradicated? I think there's a lot of that, but I think that uh, I think there's enough people that see the commonality in everyone. Yeah, and this is like me being a dorky nerd guy too. But I do think that eventually we'll all be one people thousands of years from now. I think that we're all going to – like all the things that – A mist. Yeah. A talking mist. Almost like homogenized in the sense that I uh, I think we'll look alike. There will be some variances, but 
I think the people that are so stupid to hate based on skin color and all that, I think that there won't be as many. I don't know. I think we're all just going to be one big, like, group White. of people. No. <laughs> I'm just trying, no. I'm just trying to it's gonna, <laughs> I just We're all going to be, like, a beautiful golden kind of something or other. We're going to be golden brown, like yeah. a bunch of hash browns. <laughs> That'd be sweet. No, I think, uh, yeah, I think the far right right now, I think they're – their unspoken mission has to be like at least for now um they want to return to like feudalism or it's something it's dumb because it doesn't make sense well if you want to go back to that like there are people shit. that are like they want to be the lord and then they have minions that are working for them and like, it's weird it's like cool man let's let's build those walls for those fucking idiots and then if you want to live like it's a thousand years ago then cool <laughs> you don't get internet running water plumbing if you want to be an archaic old piece of shit and you can live like that, too. Go mill the land and get a plow and some goats, some ox. Fucking figure it out, dickhead. And the rest of us are going to be liberal-minded, progressive human beings living with technology at our disposal. And we're going to have a nice life. Yeah, but guess who's making the technology? Who? Elon, Mu- Elon Musk. He Man. just got busted as one of the Republican Party's biggest um, supporters. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, Elon. Not busted. Busted for us because we're lefties. But yeah, outed. Yeah. yeah, I'll out him, too, as a bald guy. Boom. Yeah, I know that about him. I saw the early pictures of him, no hair. I felt like I had just found something significant when I saw the cross and I was showing everyone forever. <laughs> you know Elon Musk is a bald asshole? I know, like, we, you and I are both bald and we freak. Like, do, do you have this when, like, a friend our age just, like, starts thinning and then they're like, oh, my God, look, and I'm like, shut up. Shut up. Come, like, fuck you. Come, yeah. come here. Or the ones that are like, uh, I think I'm thinning, Join but I'm not going to use the shampoo. There's that shampoo that helps you keep your hair, but I'm not going to use it. Like, really? Really? Yeah. Really? Look at my head. This is what you're okay with? Um. Okay, yeah. We're going on to off topic now to, like, <laughs> yeah. our baldness. But here, I wanted to ask you, now that you bring it up, did you try to use anything? No, I went bald too young. Me too. I, yeah. I was like, I can't now. No. Like, by the time I have I other things to worry going, about. Yeah, I was like 24, 25. Me too. Like, oh, fuck no. Me too. Why don't you feel like we froze time a little bit? Yeah. Right? Because at the 25, we're already bald fat guys. There's yeah. only room to go up. I remember like an an old acting agent I had in my uh, 20s, late 20s, early 30s, said that I'll probably uh, not not really come into my own until I'm like 40. Oof. And now I just turned 40 and I'm like, we'll see, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for you. Those words are echoing. But a hero of mine, or he used to be a hero of mine uh, when I was younger, Henry Miller, uh, he wrote Tropic of Cancer. He didn't move to Paris until he was 40 and then wrote the book after that. Yeah. So now I'm at that age. So that used to be my thing when I was younger. I'm like, well, I still got till I was 40, like Henry Miller. And now I'm 40 and I'm like, I got to fucking go to Paris, man. (laughs) (laughs) You got to go to Paris, dude. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. We wrapped it up good talking about like real life things that you want to fix or like problems that we have. Is there any... Other, yeah, Elon Musk sold us out. Um, what else did we talk about? Feudalism's coming back, yeah. according to certain you people. want to live in the past and live in the past, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else? How do we, yeah. Any oh. last utopian thought? Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. I, just, everybody... I feel like he summed it up good just a bit ago, and then I diverted it by, <laughs> you know, I always do that. But... No, it's all good. I just think utopia is, for me, is being able to create, being able to enjoy and just being able to indulge. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the more you can stay awake the better. If you don't need to sleep then you could do everything. I know, I always need to sleep. 
I love sleeping too. I say it as a guy who loves a good nap. Yeah. But I hate the fact that I've got to be like, that I have to turn my brain off for 10 or 14 hours a day. No, I'm joking. For six to eight. <laughs> One of my friends who's like very successful in LA, I was visiting him recently. And when I woke up, he'd always be, he'd already be working. And then I'd be like, you want to do this today? And he'd be like, I can't. I'm literally working. He, but he wasn't. He was generating his own work at that time. Yeah. So he was still working like nine to five every day, like ba- based on his own schedule he made for himself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah that blows my mind. Yeah. But you're the same way. Because I never have a schedule and I drift through life like a ghost. Uh, you say that. <laughs> you do such a Canadian thing. You're an accomplished guy who's done some stuff. I mean, you don't find yourself in this position by not having a work ethic. I've seen your work ethic, man. I mean, maybe you don't sit down for eight hours a day to get shit done, but you do have focus. Uh, I it, asked you to meet me here at 1 p.m. today, and then I early. said maybe 1.30 yeah, yeah. because I was eating <laughs> delicious food. But then you met me at 1.15, so yeah. it was all perfect. You're right. Yeah, man. Okay. I like your utopia. It's good. It's chill. And I can relate to the no sleeping for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I want a ton of skills. Like, I feel like every time I look at like a... Okay, I, I can't wrap this up. I keep getting more and more excited. The and green tea is finally hitting there me. There we go. It's hitting you. And now my brain will work. The other utopia, I don't need a huge dick. I just need everyone to have a smaller dick than me. <laughs> <laughs> which is like crazy small. Yeah, exactly. No, so which is still that, pretty everybody. big. Good luck yeah. with that. That's like I have this joke right now about like how I, the conundrum with me is, is I would rather I, I would love to live my life naked in like a river. You know, that's the romantic idea. But then I know that uh, if I did do that, eventually I'd get pneumonia and my dick would look <laughs> shitty. <laughs> I'm legit afraid to, to swim in lakes because yeah. I'm so hairy. I imagine little tadpoles or fish like just fucking getting stuck in my body hair. Yeah, or someone taking a photo of you and saying that there's exactly. a monster in the lake. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. That's something that could definitely happen as well. You must be hairier than me then because I'm hairy, but I don't think about it as much as you I'm do. I'm way hairier. Is it long hair it's under disgusting. there? It's disgusting. Do you look like a seaweed beast? Oh, yeah. No, dude. <laughs> I look like somebody dropped a meatball on the floor of a barber shop. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty... T- oh, yeah. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to end it. Yeah, man. Put that in your head. You've been listening to a meatball from the floor of a barber shop. No, that was Ben. Did you have fun? I had a great time, huh? Okay, good. Let's get out of here. Boom. All right, everyone. That was Ben Miner. Ben, thanks so much for coming on. That was uh, so much fun. Lots to talk about. Uh, It made me hungry, and it made me want to play with my old toys again. But I bet you if I went... To my parents' house, I would find that they're all broken and they have marker all over their face. Here's the thing. Uh, follow Ben at Ben Miner on Twitter and then he'll get updates about uh, different uh, comic strip episodes coming out and see when he's on the road doing stand-up. And then also follow us at Utopia to Me and then let me know um, what kind of bread you used for that sandwich earlier on and then stuff like that. Send me a picture of the bread. And you know what? Uh, send me any picture of any bread you can find. Google bread and send me the link to that Google uh, image search result. This is the kind of stuff that I want to do when I'm sitting around my house by myself. And then also follow me at Chris Lock Fun. I'm doing tons of stand-up all the time. So you could, and then I write jokes all the time, too, on Twitter. I'm wasting my life. But here's the thing. Just do it. And then uh, that was it. And that was the episode uh, for this time, 88. 
get out there, enjoy the sun. If it's a cloudy, rainy day, let it rain on you. When's the last time you did that? In fact, go down to a pond in the rain and make out with the closest person. And if you don't have their permission and they're mad at you, well, then these are the consequences we choose. Um, Go up to a tree and pat the tree on the bark and look up at the branches and look at the sky and say thank you for everything. Okay, thanks so much. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) 